Welcome to the Burbs Minute Podcast, quite possibly the greatest Hawaiian shirt movie ever made. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. In this episode, we're covering Minute 69 of the Burbs, which begins with Ray staring and ends with Mark watching the Klopex leave. And we are once again fortunate to be joined by Crystal Beth of the Fifth Element. No, I'm the one that's fortunate to be back. I can't believe you guys let me come back after I swore last week. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, luckily, we've we've uh, given you the bar of life boy to clean out the potty mouth. Right. It's uh, tasted terrible, but you know what? I think I've learned. I got to be honest with you. That is the hardest part of podcasting for me is trying not to curse for like an hour and a half. Oh, <laughs> I don't even realize I do it. <laughs> I don't realize I do it until I realize I'm in a situation where I shouldn't be doing it. And right. I, mean. I, I don't know. It must be the East Coast and everybody that you just can't help yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's how I speak. It's just words I use. It just happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like today when we were at work and you were already gone, Chris, but uh, they brought in like a tour group of kids. Oh, nice. And I'm like, don't talk at all. Just don't talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, we start, <laughs> we, we start off this minute and uh, Ray's in the middle of a thousand yard stare. Yeah. Um, interesting from both the stare and the uh, the director has put some interesting lighting on him. I'm betting off camera there is a huge floodlight right in his face. Because <laughs> he's so lit, he's almost washed out. Fighting a squint? Is that what he's doing? Yeah. And he's staring, <laughs> unblinking, like, off. I guess he's looking out the window towards the Klopax house. I think yes. yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. But he, it's an interesting little dichotomy there because he is staring and focused while Art and Mark are now like a little – bewildered they're also standing behind him obviously they are now the he's now the alpha yeah he's (laughs) oh you know what i just realized i didn't mention last minute one of my favorite things was the way that ray lifts his head to point towards the uh the kopex house oh little little chin move yeah that's what his nose (laughs) yeah he's like where'd you get and he like lifts his nose up and points i'm like oh man it just as an actor watching other actors, I'm like, how was that what he decided to do? Like, it's such a specific good move. <laughs> well, we had mentioned this on uh, one of the other previous podcasts. This movie is probably, on paper, a very average movie. What elevates it is obviously, like, directing and the stuff on the set. But, like, they picked the right actors for these parts. Right. Oh, yeah. Everybody's totally in their lane. Perfect you know, kids. Yeah, nobody's too far over. Everybody's right where they need to be. Tom Hanks, especially Tom Hanks, 1989 Tom Hanks, is perfectly cast in this role. Oh, yeah. Because he's believable at all parts. He's believable when he's just kind of the nice guy. He's believable when he's freaking out earlier, when he's crushing the cans. <laughs> yeah. He's believable now when he is kind of snapped, and we're, we're now he's, like, super focused. And he's believable at the end when he goes the other way and goes crazy. Like, he actually needs to pull off a certain amount of range. Yeah. And, I mean, Bruce Dern is obviously... Bruce Stern. Right. I mean, the guy, he's only probably been in 200 movies. <laughs> oh, well, there's also the part with uh, when they find the femur and they're like, ah, and the camera zooms yeah. in and out. Yeah. It takes a special person to not make that look super cheesy. Yeah. And that person is Joe Dante. Yep. Because he's got, I mean, his movies all, especially his, this 10 year gap that we're 10 year section we're in here where he's got this and gremlins, and inner space, and howling. Like, he was going for a certain <laughs> niche thing. <laughs> what do we call that? Screen cam? Is that what we're calling that? Oh, <laughs> uh, where it's going, ah, in and out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
It, yeah, it's, and like we mentioned it when it happened. It's such an odd thing because the movie's not really like that. It's not it like it's really crazy like that. Yeah, but then it really there's just that fit. one scene, and then the whole time you're like, is is that this movie that I'm watching? Is <laughs> Did something just happen and change? Because yeah. <laughs> most of the other time is stuff action wise or like wordplay that's the funny stuff. Yeah. So we, uh, <laughs> Mark's going to ask, uh, what are we going to do now, soldier? Right. Well, that's, I love that. Yeah. That's Mark giving up the lead to him, too. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, You're I mean, in charge. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, I mean, he just, he sets it up. He throws a nice soft, uh, thing over the thing for him to slam down. Yeah. Where he says, uh, I'm going over the fence tomorrow and I'm not coming back till I find a dead body. <laughs> and it's just, he's full blown, wide eyed, crazy Hanks at this point. Yeah. Nobody knocks off an old man in my neighborhood and gets away with it. Oh, you know what I have written in my notes? It's funny you mentioned that, uh, thing to talk about one of the other minute podcasts. I'll swing over to Ghostbusters minute. That line reminds me of nobody steps on a church in my town. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's like a very – it's not delivered quite the same way, but it's got that same thing of like I've been pushed so far, and this is my breaking point. Yeah, this is as far as it goes. Yeah, even though I'm totally unqualified for what's about to happen. <laughs> yeah, so they both hit him on the shoulder, and then uh, we were talking about uh, Jerry Goldsmith, and then he starts up with the Klopex theme in the next minute – or next minute, in the next section here, like 30 seconds in. <laughs> my only question here is we know, because they said the night before, that they're going to the university. To talk right. about moving once again. Yeah. Why do they bring Landrew with them? Right? <laughs> it's strange. Yeah, Landrew's in the back with his head out of the window. Oh, but he's I, so happy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I know why he's brought, because plot-wise, he has to be. Right. Otherwise, you need to explain how you deal with him. Oh, yeah. right. You know how by. you do that? You take, you see the dog, you know there's a dog there, so you bring a stake with you, and you throw the stake outside. Yeah, which is done in many movies. Yeah, that yes. goes. <laughs> and it's perfect just, for this movie. Where they were just like, listen, we don't want to pay to have this dog on set. So yep, <laughs> drive, that too. drive him out of here. That'll be the last we see of him. Yeah, don't bring him back. Because I guess if they were going to spend a lot of time in the basement, they're like, we either got to keep cutting back to the dog. You know what? Let's get the dog the hell out of here. <laughs> Later for the dog. Which makes no sense because, as we discussed last week, it's very obvious that the Klopex know this neighborhood's onto them. Yeah. And that they're done. We, uh, Chris and I decided last week that they're, they're right now in a delaying action. They know the neighborhood's onto them, but they're pretty sure that they're not, they don't have enough to go to the cops, anything like that. So they're just trying to hold, they want to hold the neighborhood off long enough so they can get out of town again. That's what I wanted to ask before we even got in there when the Klopex were pulling out. Don't they have with, with the toupee and everything? What, don't you think they could go to the cops now? (laughs) Well, I told you what they should have done. Why wouldn't you have called someone in Walter's family by now? Exactly. <laughs> you broke into the guy's house. You couldn't find an address book. <laughs> yeah, so it, their whole hey, – listen, I understand there's a certain lack of logic that needs to be believed. <laughs> if you're them at this point, I guess that you're just so – after having the meeting with them, like you had their you know, breaking bread with them or whatever, Yeah. maybe you're just so upset as a neighbor. You're like, I'm going to handle this myself. You gotta know now, I guess. You're right. You probably do want to get in there, and figure I mean, it out. Living in, I grew up living in suburbs. I live in them now. I'd like to say that I'm not one of these people. I could very easily be one of these people. I bet you are one of those people. I, if you don't think you are, you're usually that person. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'll normally ask people. Matter of fact, I'll ask you right now. <laughs> Who are you out of this whole group? You can be any one of the neighbors, 
or kind of an amalgam of two of them? Are you Ray or Art? Are you level-headed like you're one of the wives? Are you one of the Klopaks? <laughs> if you really got something you want to divulge? Man, I don't know. Like it's hard because I... Neighborhood, like, are you, are you proactive, which would make you more like Art or Mark, or do you have to be drug into the, the drama? Or are you more like Ricky? Are you just a total bystander? Oh, God, I think that I would be I would be the one that well, I'm trying to think of how I act because my I have very loud neighbors and I'll be in my house and I'll be like, I want to tell him to be quiet. I'm so annoyed. I'm going to go say it. But then I'm, I'm too afraid to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so that could be that, I think that would be mostly like Ray. Yeah. Ray doesn't seem like he would. Yeah, be I guess I would be Ray. Be, I think most people probably are Ray. Where you're, so not just, you're not totally passive, where you're not involved at all. You could be brought in if you just had two friends that were crazy and stupid enough to get you involved. All you need is an art. That's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah maybe I'd be Walter. Might have a great lawn. <laughs> you have, you've had a great, you have a great lawn, and sometimes you disappear mysteriously. <laughs> oh, exactly. Perfect. And you People also used are to like, where out. is she? She's probably doing a podcast. Yeah, and you, and you used to hang out with Lucille Ball a long time ago. Yep. Oh, that's great. <laughs> All right. So we got uh we got the Klopex leaving. And uh I mean Dr. Klopex is a doctor, am I right? They can't afford a better car than this. That car is pretty crappy. I mean, I guess he could if he's a university doctor, he's not a practicing physician, but you're later on we find out he's a pathologist. <laughs> hey, that is the Naps car also probably. They probably don't even have a car because somebody's looking for a car from the other place they left too. Yeah, it's complete. Oh yeah. <laughs> They're looking for the other murder car, but they got this yes. one. <laughs> and and personally, I don't know that I want to – I mean, a spoiler alert, there's a little bit of evidence in that car that might come up later. <laughs> I don't know you that – got to take it with them. Yeah, but he, here's a – here's not a conspiracy theory, but here's an idea. Is there some part of them that thinks that the neighbors are going to go after their house today so they remove all the evidence into their car? Oh, you think that's why it's in the car to begin with? It really doesn't hold up. Assuming what Dr. Klopek says later is true, because he mentions that there's something still in the house. But, like, it could be true. It was up there with my other theory of when they dig in the backyard, that that's a total smoke screen. Yeah. Yeah. They're not really burying anything. They're doing it just so the neighbors see them, so that if they ever come looking for anything, they dig up the backyard for no reason. I'm well, nodding like a crazy person in my apartment right now. I completely agree. <laughs> because they're so obvious about it. They know mm-hmm. that they can see them. And same with the garbage. Yeah. Oh my God, that's my favorite line in the movie. By the way, I've never—it's this line. I've never seen anyone do that before. You've never seen anyone get in their car to put their garbage in the can and then <laughs> beat, beat the it with a shovel. With a <laughs> beat the hell out of it with a stick. I've never seen that before. So I—oh, it's so funny. It's the way that they just deadpan the stuff. I'm like, yeah, I've never seen that before. And of course, uh, as the best ongoing gag in the movie, when the Klopex drive away, they drive over the pile of garbage that's still laying out there from two days ago. Because we pick garbage up in cans, not out of the street. Not out of the street. <laughs> said by the greatest actor of all time, Dick Miller. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> the last thing we see, we watch uh, Mark in a truly horrific Hawaiian shirt. It is bad. Watching I'm the Klopex sure. drive away. It's probably it's not even a bad shirt, but it's so bright and full of life, which is so anti him. <laughs> and he's got that bullet around his neck still of course he does he's got to carry the bullet around his neck <laughs> the guy's got two howitzer shells for his mailbox of course he's carrying around a bullet <laughs> alright so uh, as Mark is wearing a Hawaiian shirt 
I'm going to tell you a little bit about Hawaiian shirts, as this is the best Hawaiian shirt minute of all time. <laughs> Which, uh, as soon as I went to the page about it, I immediately learned something. Because it says, the Aloha shirt, commonly referred to as a Hawaiian shirt. What? <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not called a Hawaiian shirt? <laughs> it's an Aloha shirt? I feel like an a already. <laughs> My this life, makes, it's a lie. I know. It makes me feel like, uh, for some reason, I, as soon as I read that, I was flooded with white guilt. <laughs> I was like, oh no, have I been oppressive to people calling it a Hawaiian shirt? <laughs> like, every time I say that, is everyone the Pacific Island um, ethnicity going like, oh dear God. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know what he's talking about. Yeah. How dare you wear the shirt if you know not its name? Yeah. Nobody in Hawaii wears this shirt. It is currently the premier textile export of the Hawaii manufacturing industry. Really? So, I mean, I guess they're made there, which is great for Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's why it's called a Hawaiian shirt. I thought it was just like we put the, the craziest fabric in the world and put it together and boom, Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to actually get to it so I can see what's on his. <laughs> oh, you're trying to see what's on his shirt? Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, he wore one earlier, too, but the one he wore earlier was, like, a little not as crazy. This one's got drums and, like, birds or something on it. And then, but uh, it's funny. If you look it up, um, you know, whenever you go to, like, a Wikipedia article, it'll say, see also. The first thing it says, see also, too, is bowling shirts. Oh, <laughs> really? So, apparently, everybody in the neighborhood just needs to wear their own personal uniform. <laughs> I mean, he's got his military uniform and he's got his uh, aloha shirt <laughs> art's got his bowling outfit and ray's got his button downs and they're like the village people <laughs> and then they got a uh, ricky uh cory feldman with his red mesh shirt and his batman shirt he's been wearing but we couldn't yes. batman shirt yeah he's been he's been gone for a while ricky's been missing for like the last 20 yeah. minutes yeah <laughs> he finally shows up i think next minute well then they just showed a reflection in his glasses that's the next minute. That's the next minute? Oh, okay. Well, try to pay attention. <laughs> well, I, I skipped ahead to try to look at Rumsfeld's shirt. Don't worry. I mean, we've only been doing this for four months. I thought you'd have it down by now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe the next movie. Maybe when we do the Burbs too, you'll be on board. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna force you to do a movie you've never seen next time. Make you watch it minute by minute. That would actually be really fun. Yeah. Somebody – uh. Not watch the movie itself, just minute by minute. Yeah, one of the podcasts, not the whole podcast, but they had a guest come on. Damn, I can't remember which minute podcast they is did. Is it Airport? I think it was Airport Minute. They had yeah. somebody come on that had never seen it, and they just had them watch the minutes. Yep. <laughs> We're going to do that with uh, The Fifth Element. We have uh, Alex Robinson hasn't seen the end of it, and I have two comedy friends that haven't seen it either, and I can't wait. I'm going to do one week of uh, each one of them gets a minute, and they have to kind of figure out what's going on in the minute without yeah. us saying anything. That is not an easy movie to just roll into the middle of either. Nope. <laughs> it's, one of the minutes I'm going to give them is the one where he's pulling the stones out of the diva. Because, <laughs> like, what the hell is that? Yeah, what is I'm going? trying to think of what movie would be, like, crazier to, like, jump into the middle and, like, try to figure out what the hell's going on. Dune. <laughs> I've read Dune. I've read all of Dune, Dune and I can watch the Dune movie from the beginning really? to end and not with know what's going on. I was just say, don't mention right? Dune because he's going to make me do the Dune minute. I know it. They already have Dune minute. <laughs> uh, they have... Dune. It's way to Dune minute. Yeah, they have the second best oh, name. Right. This, you're right. <laughs> they have way yeah. to Dune minute. Yeah, I do remember that. Listen, I love and hate that movie. <laughs> I love it because it's super crazy. Um, David Fincher stuff, well, not David Fincher, David Lynch. And I hate it because it makes no sense in comparison to the book. But that's just like the uh, the Burbs book. 
Why is there not a burbs? <laughs> I need a I need a burbs novelization <laughs> to fill in the gaps. You think I could write a burbs novelization? You think they'd uh, go for that? I say go for it. Who do I have What's to contact? I got to contact Universal. No, just do it. See if they sue you. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> <laughs> like that's kind. Of, I feel like that's kind of what every uh, every single. Uh, Oh, what is it? A minute podcast is like, uh, when are we all going to get sued? When are we not going to be able to do this anymore? I thought the same thing because I run music from the burbs at the beginning and the end. Yes. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get that cease and desist letter. Although I same. think if, like, if the Star Wars minute's not getting hit with it. Yeah, we're safe. We should be yeah. good. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. And Because we use uh, – we have the uh, – the rock part of the diva song at the start and then the song during the credits as our end for fifth element. So it's scary. It's like, Oh God, I don't want to have to edit that again. Okay. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm not going back through like a hundred podcasts and, and removing it. I'll, I'll take the whole thing down and be like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. We don't need it. <laughs> or I'll put up the versions before I put the beginnings and ends on where it's still like the raw audio. I'll just throw those right. up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have too much else. Mostly, I just had uh, Ray going into, you know, locked in mode and wondering why they took Landrew. Those were my, my big uh, questions for this minute. Yeah. I don't have anything else. You got anything else, Chris? Just a ton of smoke coming out of the back of that car. <laughs> oh, yeah. and when he runs over the pile of trash, there's like ten bingo cards in there. Is there a reason why there's so many bingo cards in there? Ha <laughs> I noticed that too. <laughs> I noticed that too. I think the. Uh, <laughs> The Klopex are big bingo players? I have no idea. They go to the bingo right. hall every Tuesday? That's actually own. where they're going. They're not really going to a university they thing. They're whole, going to play bingo. They got a whole trash bag full of dollars in there. <laughs> I love that the garbage is still on the street. Oh, it's awesome. Uh, it's just such a good touch. <laughs> it's something that could have very – you could have had that garbage disappear in the next scene after this garbage bin. You would never nope. thought about it. Right. Um, not even that it's just there. It's just everybody keeps driving over it. <laughs> not well, even pushing it to the side of the street. The fact that he told them he's not picking it up out of the street, that was it. Well, he was serious. He wasn't picking it up. <laughs> I feel like those garbage men are not getting a tip this year. Yeah, I think so, too. They may never come back down that cul-de-sac again. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going down there. They're all crazy. Naked they're, ladies. Yeah, I was going to say naked ladies. <laughs> all right. I do not have anything else. Not seeing anything else. Uh, Crystal Beth, why don't you tell the fine people that all your podcasting endeavors? Oh, of course. So if you like video games, you can listen to my video game podcast called Unlimited Lives Radio. If you like the movie The Fifth Element, you can listen to my podcast The Fifth Element. I'm, both of those are on iTunes. And if you just like to talk to me on Twitter, you can. It's The Crystal Beth. And that is also my Instagram account is The Crystal Beth as well. Uh, Chris, why don't you tell the fine people about your eBay page? If you're looking for any uh, wrestling figures you can find, or random toys, you can find about 280 listings on eBay. Yeah. You got any uh, John Cena on there? About 10. Yeah, <laughs> I would I would certainly hope so. <laughs> so. He was the only wrestler we've discussed lately, so I thought I'd ask about him. Right. Well, you only got me with one, right? Which one? Oh, I didn't have a road dog, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, you can... Find uh, the Burbs Minute on our Facebook, our Twitter. Um, go over to iTunes, give us a five-star review. Go over to Movies by Minutes, check out all the other fine Minute podcasts. If you're a Minute podcast who we haven't mentioned before, just uh, follow us on Twitter. We'll follow you back. You know, We'll grow this Minute community, which is actually growing pretty exponentially right now. It's awesome. Yeah. So uh, put on your Hawaiian shirt and uh, stay safe, neighbors. <laughs>